To the person who's watching, welcome to episode number two of Gyaldem. Now, if you've never seen this before, what the hell is Gyaldem? It is Jamaican Patwa, which means those girls. My family's Jamaican. But either way, I'm Lincoln Callum and this is my show. And in each episode, I talk to women about dating and life and just what it's like to be in a dating scene in 2017. So, now I'm with my first guest, well, my first guest of the day, who is Maria. So, Maria, if you could pass me. Camera. Hello. Hi. Hello, Maria. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Don't be nervous, don't be nervous. Firstly, you look absolutely adorable. Aww. Secondly, you have a fantastic personality. And uh, thirdly, well, we're just going to have a little chat. Good, okay. So, um, you're in a relationship right now, right? Still am, yeah. Yeah, how long have you guys been together? Uh, and how did you meet? Right. So we've been together about three months and a half now. Um, we met on, well, okay, Cupid, of course. I met, I met all my real boyfriends kind of relationships on. They started on okay, Cupid. Um, he wrote to me, and in the midst of like tens of messages that I would ignore, like hi babe, how you doing? Uh, he wrote something that actually meant something to me. Meant that he took an interest in my. Uh, in what I do and my Instagram and my life and just nailed it in that right. first line. What did he write? Well, I do these comics um, and I post them on Instagram and they're about rejection. And in one of the comics, one of the comics actually goes like, hey, are you the girl who does those rejection comics? And the next panel, I'm like, yeah, how did you know? And a big smile. And the, the other character goes like, you suck. <laughs> So he approached me with a line saying, are you the girl who does those rejection comics? I'm like, oh, that's clever. And I wrote back saying, um, oh, I know how this one goes, because I wrote it. And he said, they're fucking great, twist. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this guy. Nice, so um, what's it usually been like for you then, say, using sites like OkCupid and whatnot? No. Say, before you met your awesome, amazing boyfriends? Uh, boyfriend. He's the only amazing, awesome one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, it's been, I don't know, I go through, I used to go through these periods where I would love it and just go on Tinder and treat it like a fun game kind of thing. I would love talking to all these people, go on Tinder and happen and okay Cupid and I found it interesting and then it, after a week I would just go like, oh my god, it's just full of idiots, isn't it? And I would just stop. So it's kind of an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? Uh, so what sort of issues were you having? You say it's full of idiots. No, they're not. Of... it's not fair, they're full of idiots. I think there's so much pressure, especially with writing the first message, um, that I just got a bit exasperated with people who would say, hey, just hey, you know, or how you doing? Or up too much tonight. And it's, I'm a kind of person who wants meaning, who wants, um, bit of a connection so stuff like that doesn't really impress me doesn't make me interested in the other person so I would just I, I even with okcupid like my inbox was full and i just didn't bother checking it anymore so like, whatever. Mm. um i've never really used okcupid before <gasps> it's great is it oh my god it's my favorite is it more like match where like you're encouraged to have a really deep profile with yeah. lots of things written about you yeah but uh. you don't have to pay for it i think you have to pay for match.com uh. So you do you do write a profile and then you answer a lot 
questions, like personality questions, and it's pretty good because um, you put your own answer in, you, you say how much that matters to you, and then how much you would, what, what answer you expect from the other person and how much that matters as well. It's kind of laborious in a way, it takes ages to complete, but then once it's done, I found that the people they match me with are pretty good. I mean, they're people I would really get along with. Mm. Okay, so when you are like communicating with a guy on OkCupid, what are you thinking? Oh, I usually have very low expectations. Uh. So if I am replying, first of all, it kind of means that he wrote a pretty good first message or his profile is intriguing in some way. Um, and I usually, I'm very, I have quite a busy life. I don't have time to text back and forth. So my style is, is usually with talk, and then I'd say right away, listen, you're you're interesting enough. How about we just get a coffee or get a beer and meet each other? Mm. And people are a bit, when men are a bit taken aback, most of them went like, oh, you're forward. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why spend two weeks chatting back and forth about our days and nothing really significant when we could just meet for a beer and see if there's any chemistry or... On the rare occasions when a woman says that to me, like, let's meet up, I'm like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. But okay, so it's an interesting thing, right? You said that um, a lot of guys don't have anything important to say. It's just like, hey, or blah, blah, blah. Well, I, one thing I found is that it's actually very difficult to come up with something interesting. Because I, I, I agree. I've not seen your profile, but it's like when I look at the vast majority of women's profiles on something like Tinder, they've written nothing about themselves. So there's like, there's like five pictures. There's like five pictures, half of them just them and their friends. It's like, hold on, which one are you out of this group? And the then least that's attractive one. <laughs> most likely. But then it's like, okay, so I've got these five pictures and afterwards you've maybe added like one word, like, oh, this is my Snapchat or something like this or, or yeah. whatever. But the point is, there's not a lot to go on. And it's like, from this, I've got to come up with something witty and urbane that's just gonna, and it's like, I find that, I find that very hard. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that could be. No, part I know, of it. I completely agree. And I've been in the position where I wanted to approach a guy and then I'd just go through pictures like, oh, this guy's give, it's not giving me anything. Like, mm. he looks interesting, but who knows? Yeah. And then I would have to write hey. And I know, I know that the hey is, doesn't mean that the guy has nothing better to say. He's not interesting. He just, poor guy is under a lot of pressure and he doesn't know anything about me. But at the same time, but at the, the same, same time, time, can he just be interesting? Yeah, can you just give me something like even the stupidest joke in the world? So on mm -hmm. OkCupid, there's a section at the end of your, at the bottom of your profile that says, you should message me if, uh. and you can complete whatever you want. Uh. So for a while, I used to have, just to encourage people to contact me, I used to write, um, if you're very stupid, if you're incredibly smart, if you've, if you've heard a very stupid joke, anything really, if you want to talk about the next iPhone, I don't really care about that, but just to give people way in mm. and for example in Monkey Cupid I also wrote that I hate raisins like they they generally they're my arch enemy in life raisins so, raisins fucking raisins with me it's broccoli yeah fucking hate broccoli see uh, so people would have a hook and they would mm. they could write to me about that uh. it got boring after a while because everyone would say oh I'll help you get rid of raisins or I'll eat your raisins or I hate raisins too and it's like yeah but still there was something to go on uh, I see Next question. Oh, actually, it's a good one. All right, then. So, do you ever ghost people? Oh, ghosting. Yes, do you do that? So hate. You know what? I've done it. Mm. I'm trying not to do it anymore because it's so horrible. I think it's really horrible. But whenever I did it, 
I kind I was kind of forced into it. How were you forced into it? So, you know those kind of guys who can't take no for an answer. Mm. So I mean, I, I don't because I. I'm, I don't, I'm sure they exist, but I don't have guys approaching me and not taking no for an right. answer. <laughs> um, but I would go out with a guy mm. and uh, it just didn't work out. It wouldn't work out. And I, I would say at the end, like, listen, it's not, it's not working. This, and they would kind of, instead of just saying, okay, I get it. Let's, let's never speak again or whatever. They would try to be friends. And I'm like, I don't really want to be friends because there's no, we don't have the chemistry that we mm. need that for friendship as well. Mm. And they would keep pushing and texting and texting and texting and asking me out even though I've been clear. So at, at some point you kind of have to ghost them. Mm. You kind of have to disappear. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. I did do this to a guy um, at the end of last year. We went out um, and he sounded great. He was all funky Cupid mm. and he sounded really great. I was really curious to meet him. He was a comedian, very quick-witted, which mm. is something I like in men. But we met up. And he was a bit too nervous for my my taste, which is again unfair in a way, because maybe he was just nervous then, but he would turn out to be this amazing, confident guy. But the first date wasn't great, and at the end of it, he asked me like if I wanted to see him again, and I said, well, honestly, I don't think so. Like you're really awesome, but you're not my type of guy, and I'd rather not. And it's awesome that you said that, though. Well, yeah. Well, he did ask. Mm. And I said I don't want to. I don't want to tell you. Say yes, and then say no when you when we make plans. I don't want to cancel on you or anything. She's like, no, sorry. Um, and he was like, okay, okay, I get it. That's fine. And then, as we parted ways, he was he started texting me loads, and saying like, oh, I know you said that, but I'd still like to meet you, and I'll still like to see you again. I was like, dude, just I just said, and I would just be polite about it. And then he kept texting for days and tried to make plans like oh there's this gig coming up do you want to go we can go as friends like dude no I, I just don't have time for it as well and then i ghosted him i just stopped responding and i think two months went by and then he texted me on my birthday at the end of the year to wish me a happy birthday which is really sweet but i just ghosted him again you know what though i don't even consider that ghosting because right? you said like categorically that you weren't interested. I did, yeah. So I think that's more than fair enough. I just mean, I, when I said ghosting, I meant in the sense of you're messaging someone and then they say a joke that's not funny and you think, oh, I didn't like that joke. I'm never speaking to you ever again. Oh, wow. No, that's just... Oh, it, it, yeah. it happens. It happens. Yeah. So one thing I'll say is um, with guys, a lot of guys feel like they're like walking on eggshells when they meet women for the first time because it can feel like it can literally feel like you're being judged at all times. And if you do something good, that's okay. But if you do something bad, that is terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you say meet women for the first time, is that more of a texting thing yeah, or yeah. actually meeting? Yeah, yeah, like texting. Like say like before mm. they've had a little bit of a chance to get to know you. Yeah, oh, yeah. that happens. So like there'll be, I've had this happen to me many times and loads of guys have where I'm just talking to a girl and it's like, yeah, this is going great, blah, blah, blah. Like, and there's no argument, there's no mm. disagreement. And then communication just stops. Mm. Just I've like stops. That. I've definitely done that. Yeah. But I think that's, I'm, in my defense, I guess, it's a thing of volume. It goes down to volume because you, you match with so many people on Tinder. Mm. 
and you'd start a conversation with someone and it goes it's interesting for a while but then someone else writes to you and that's suddenly more interesting mm. and you kind of want to engage with that mm. and there's just so so much time in a day to talk to people so i've had time i've had times when i would talk to someone someone else writes to me and i'm like oh, okay let's see this or i would just meet someone because someone asked me out quicker than the other person does i'm just i just don't like chatting back and forth for, for ages so if that person writes to me and writes and writes for days at some point i'll be like you know what whatever yeah i know what you mean as well because like right now at the risk of sounding big-headed i feel like i have more women than i know what to do with yeah. Like in terms of like matching and stuff like this or even meeting women in real life. So now it's just, it's actually too much and I, I forget that people exist. And so, you forget details about them and yeah. it's not... Yeah, yeah. And it's so time consuming and it, it becomes is. frustrating at some yep. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you know you said that there was a guy who was, um, well, some guys just won't take no for an answer. Yeah. Would you like to know why that is? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why guys refuse to take no for an answer? Yeah. Okay, it's because... It's because I'm so special. Yes, it is because you are literally the most beautiful, intelligent woman known to man. I By the way, to the person who's watching, just have a good look at her, isn't she just? Look at her there with her little cute glasses and the blonde highlights and stuff. You know, and that little Romanian accent as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you literally are a man killer and that's the reason why. Mm. But um, no, seriously, <laughs> what it is, is that persistence is attractive. If you see what I mean? Yeah, it is attractive, but... what? When you've been told no, like four or five times in a row. No, you say, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Because in situations like this, I'm not actually persistent at all. Because like, if you say to me, Kieran, I'm not interested, I'll go, mm, all right then, I'm never talking to you again. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm like. Yeah. However, men are brought up to believe that persistence is attractive. And one thing that you often hear is, think back, right? Have you not ever seen like a married couple? And then the woman says something like, you know what, when I first met him, I didn't think much of him, yeah, you know? but he kept going and he kept going and one day, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that unfair though? That I feel like that's so unfair to men. What? Why do women always, I, I'm so sick of hearing the story of, oh, I didn't fancy him at first much, but then he kept like sending me flowers and doing things for me and being super nice to me. And in the end, I gave up, I gave in. I just, why do men have to do all this, have to go through all this effort? No. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's just, and you have to who, sit there and who, be pretty how, how, and just take it, who, you know? Who are you? <laughs> Seriously. How, what kind of woman is this who understands the plight of men? Hmm, I do are you some sort of angel? I am. You are, aren't you? It is, yeah. Or a know. man in disguise. <laughs> or a man in disguise, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's so unfair to men as well. Because I, I, I've been dumb and I've been ignorant and I've been mean to my fair share of men and I, I expected things and then I thought oh that's so unfair like this guy this guy has to pay for dinner this guy has to buy me drinks buy me little presents send me texts every now and then to reassure me that I'm beautiful and intelligent and he's never met anyone like me before even though it might or might not be true in and your case it's of, not going to be true well, yeah of course not, not in my case but um some women oh. um and I just kind of sit there and just accept it all and i don't even have to do much in return how is that fair it's not fair at all yeah that's why i kind of when this clicked in my head a couple of years ago i was like oh wait and then i suddenly started asking people out myself like mm. men uh, i didn't wait for them to ask me out and even now if i go on a date i would offer to pay for the first drink or the second it's just why why not why do you have to do this for me uh, what i'll say is right 
if um, I'm going out on a date with a woman, like we'll take, we'll pay for Ryan's, but I'm not paying. Yeah, no, no, no. Because it's kind of like this. So let's say me and you are out on a date, right? Mm. You're looking at me and you're going to say, okay, Kieran, I want you to prove whether or not you're worthy of uh, me having sex with. Basically, are you the kind of guy that I should be? You know, it's fair mm. enough, right? Because. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to get sure. with just anybody. But, but, that's, you but, but that's, I should know that you're asking yourself the same question. Effectively, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like this, right? I work hard for my money, as yeah. you work hard for you. Why the hell is some random woman who I've just met, I don't, she could be anybody. She yeah. could be the biggest idiot known to man. But I'm going to say, oh, hello, 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 hello. Please just have me spend all of my hard-earned money on you, even though it's 2017 and you have a job yourself, um, etc. Yeah. So, yeah, I am... Um, I'm kinda with you. Yeah, I'm. I I'm there with you. I've I've become this. Sometimes it's in my detriment. I was in this club last year, and this guy came up to me and was like, "Oh, I want to buy you a drink. You're so pretty." And I was like, "You know what? I'll buy you a drink." <laughs> and I bought the guy drinks all night because <laughs> he was a student as well. He told me he was a student and he's very poor. He lives like he could barely afford his drinks. I'm like, "Oh man, I actually earn the salary. I'll I'll pay for your drinks." Don't worry about it. It's like, whoa, mm. this is strange. But that changed the dynamic mm. a little bit. One thing that is interesting is there's been times when like I've bought women drinks and stuff. And it's like, I'm thinking, I bet she earns more money than me. Yeah. Like I just it's like, it's a lot little feeling. Like I get the feeling that you're more well off than me. But I and also I don't like it when and this goes back to men, when they buy you a drink or they pay for dinner. And then expect they expect stuff. Mm. And I don't like that kind of pressure. Mm. You know, I'll have sex with you if I want to have sex with you and mm. you're paying for stuff doesn't affect it in any way. And then you see the disappointment, even if you go out and a guy buys you a drink and you go like, Oh thank you and you walk away mm. and you think, Oh thanks, cheers and he kinda of goes like, Oh no 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 no, you're mine now. Yeah. You sit here and we'll have a conversation and then maybe something else yeah because it's kind of like to be honest the way guys use buying drinks is like kind of like i'm paying you for your time exactly which is Gu true. guys buy you drinks the same way they like buy time with a stripper it's like literally yeah. the same sort of thing yeah. yeah buy me a drink if you just want to buy me a drink you see a woman and you go like oh she's really pretty i want to buy her a drink and maybe if she talks to me that would be great but if she doesn't that's fine but don't buy a drink expecting her to sit there and talk to you because she might not she might have a great she might be having a great time with her friends and not be bothered with men it's just it's 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 weird it's weird both ways like, yeah i have a question yeah what makes a great sexual partner oh man oh. shall i pull out my list yes please <laughs> there's a big scroll um mm, there's so many things though and it's so subjective, like for me. Yeah, for you. Because um, I'm, I'm someone who is more stimulated by conversation and intelligence and humor. So if those boxes are ticked, of course, someone needs to look good. And I, I like someone who obviously looks after themselves. Um, but mostly it's the way they talk, how... Ooh, the way they talk. The way they talk, yeah. People who are articulate, who uh, have interesting ideas and have humor, it's mostly that. Would you say you're a sapiosexual? Oh no, I hate that. I hate that term so much. Yeah. I hate it. But in a, in a way, yeah. Because that's, that's what gets me interested in someone. And then, because you know, it's all here, being turned on. It's all, it's all in here, isn't it? Uh, and if that isn't ticked, I mean, I've been with men who weren't in 
intelligent and funny, of course. Um, and it was just purely physical. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. you enjoy that as well. Mm. But I think I, I generally look for the other thing. Mm. Okay, but just so we're clear, you see the other thing, intelligence, funny and stuff. Is that for relationship or is that for... No, it's a, I'm, I'm thinking more like sex, Okay. not relationships. So we're designing the ideal man for you to have like a night of passion with. And then, okay, intelligence, Yeah, a night of humor. passion. To me, like, you know how you play the little game before having sex, so you get closer and closer and closer. And to me, that closeness is based on conversation. Mm. So I would need someone who's willing to open up about themselves um, laugh at themselves a lot, not take themselves seriously, and as that happens, I'll be more attracted to them and willing to. If you are on a date with a guy, and you like, you think it's going really well, and you like him so much, and you want him to touch or you want him to kiss you, is there anything that you do to like let him know or, or what? Like, what do you look like when when that's going on? Oh man, it's so bad. I'm bad at that. Yeah. I'm very bad at that. Because um, as guys, we're just terrible at noticing those things. I I always feel like guys just kind of go for it, which is great. Yeah, because because we, we, we don't because we don't know. Yeah. Because we don't know. Because we we haven't got, got a clue. That's why. It's cute. It's so cute when a guy just kind of can see. I can see it. I can always see the look of panic, <laughs> see the pupils dilating, and they're kind of shaking a little bit, and then they dive in. Uh. And it's usually fine, like even if you don't super fancy the guy, you'd still kiss him back, you won't be repulsed. Yeah. If you're so... that, at that point, you won't be repulsed by it. Yeah. Um, but I'm so bad, because I, I would think like, oh, I wish I could kiss him now, and I'm really scared of doing it myself. So in my head, I'm sending these signals, but I think my face is just kind of going like, <laughs> it's really bad. I learned a technique years ago to find out if a girl's ready to kiss you. You basically, <laughs> nah. I mean that would work. Like. Uh, so yeah, basically, take your hand, right? All right, let me show you. All right, give me, give me your hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So basically, I take your hand and then I rest it like so on mine. Now, as you can see, your hand is on top of my hand, and I'm not gripping your hand at all. I'm not doing anything to keep mm. your hand here. If you choose to leave your hand where it is, even though Ooh. I've given you umpteen chances to remove it, that means you're ready to kiss me. Because mm. look, it's this intimate physical contact that you have no problem with. I've had guys do that to me. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've actually had someone, it was so weird. It was just, we were just talking and with, we we had we've had sex before so but we weren't in a relationship it was just a we were friends and we were in a car together and just like having a normal conversation there was no talk of uh, any any one of us going to the other one's place and suddenly he takes my hand and i'm like whoa that was just sudden and i kind of le left it there because it was just a bit weird but then he leaned in and kissed me mm. oh okay I'm a bit confused, but okay, I see it. Huh. Okay. Have you ever had like a guy just talk dirty to you on like a first date? Oof. Uh, mm. I would imagine that probably doesn't happen much. It doesn't happen, guys. I don't go. No, because you always pre-filter guys when you go that you go on dates with. So huh. I don't know. I've never had that. I've had the guy though. Um, a guy I wasn't into. The guy I actually said no to that I wouldn't want to see him again. Uh, he said 
you would really like to be on a first date with a girl and be so madly attracted to each other that you just want to rip each other's clothes off. And I was just sitting there like, mm, yeah, no, <laughs> not happening. But no, no one's talked to me on a first date. Uh, have you ever, what's the question? Yeah, have you ever been on a date with a guy and you've enjoyed his company and you've also been attracted to him, but you've still decided not to see him again? Hmm. Because I've had that happen to me a couple of times. Hmm. Have I? Mm, not really, no. Hmm. If, I'm, if I'm attracted to them and um, I like them as well, I would probably see them again, but I think that maybe I'm not, maybe I don't remember, but if I were to do it, it, it would probably be because of something in my life, maybe. Hmm. I get these periods in my life where I just generally don't have time to see anyone and I just choose not to. Um, like work is super busy or I'm traveling or I'm recovering after heartbreak and I know it wouldn't be fair to that person to mm. hook them to me. You know what happened to me once? Yeah. When I had a date with a girl, we had a very good time, very good time indeed. We drank, we danced, we kissed and stuff and blah, 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 I like got you know, moderately aroused and I think she did too. Well, I know she did too because at the end she basically invited me round to hers. Wow. And it's like about Did two. You go? No. Because well you see, you see that reaction there? You see that Well you see this is it. If so, a girl asks you yeah, to come I'm... to her place on the first day, you fucking go. Yeah, but you know what? I had to be up early in the morning. So mm. Well, you know this is my point though, right? So I basically I said no. Oh, she must have taken it as a rejection. Well, I think she did because afterwards she was trying to say, Oh, we can never see each other again. I'm like Yeah. I was like, dude, just relax, like just because we couldn't do it Tuesday doesn't mean we can't meet next Tuesday. Yeah. Like, you know you what I mean? That yes, that's exactly like we had, we had a conversation. We had a conversation about the issue, right? And I was like, look, come on, right? If the situation was reversed, yeah, you would not like, you yeah. know, this would this would be totally fine. Like, yeah. The point is, yeah, like. It just because I didn't come around and have sex with you doesn't mean I'm not attracted to you. It doesn't mean that I don't want to spend time with you. It just means that it wasn't appropriate at that specific moment in time. And I eventually got her back on side. Oh, you did? But you had to convince her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to have her. Yeah, you know what? I think I, think I would be a bit, eh, as well. Because, mm. see, it goes back to women are never expected to do this kind of thing, to ask a guy to come back to their place. It's always the guys who do it, isn't it? If you do it as a woman, I mean, I'm always afraid people might think, oh, she wants to do it on the first date, she's a slut, or she's easy, or she, you know, just various things people think about you when you do that. So if a guy said no to me, I'd be a bit like, oh, maybe he isn't attracted to me, maybe, you know. And then if you're not, if you don't know yourself well enough, or if you're a bit insecure, you might just kind of close yourself in the shell and just go like, oh, I don't want to see him again, he rejected me, Meh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what was going on in her head. Yeah, I've had a guy once. I remember I said, I did the same thing. I went out with a guy last year and we had a great first date. He worked in the music industry. We, we, we clicked on over loads of things. It was super fun, super fun date. But I was so tired. I hadn't slept in two nights because of work. And I just agreed to see him because we'd canceled twice before. I was like, okay, let, let's just do it. Um, but he knew I was tired. I mean, I looked horrible as well, it was, I, it was bad. But uh, it was going so well, and at the end of the day, he was like, I know you're really tired and you haven't slept much, but would you like to come back to my place? 
and I was just, I, I told him honestly, like, I would really love to, but I think I'm gonna die if I don't sleep tonight. I really think I'm gonna pass out. Um, and he was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, no worries. And then he texted me at the end of the evening saying, like, it was very nice. And I said, yeah, it's very nice. I can't wait to see you again. And he never texted again. Mm. Yeah. Just because I didn't go that night. Yeah, some people can't take any sort of rejection. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. So I've finished my 100 women in 50 days challenge now. <laughs> I finished it like... I finished my 100 women. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oof. Oh gosh, so tiring. Yeah. Honestly, I've never had to exert myself physically so much. God <laughs> damn. I... <sighs> Do you want to <laughs> But basically, um, one of the later women that I spoke to was um, a yoga teacher. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you told me. That. No, no, no. That was one of the first women. That was like literally woman number okay. one. But one of the last women was a woman that was uh, covering for her shift. Oh. Replacement yoga teacher. And I thought, like, going to the class, I think, oh, this woman's I like it. I'm going to speak to her at the yeah. end. So at the end of the class, I spoke to her. And I said, would you like to go for a coffee with me right now? And she goes, oh, I would love to, but I'm meeting a friend. So I was like, okay, great. Okay. Can I have your number? And then she goes, um, give me yours. And then when she said, give me yours, I knew for a fact. So I said, look, you can just say no. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then even when I said, just say no, she was like, no, duh, 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 duh. I was like, look, just say just no. Say it's no. Only, I said, look, look, I said, it's like this, right? Look into my eyes. Look deep into my eyes. You've got two options. You can look deep into my eyes and see that I'm a beautiful, fantastic guy who you would love to have a coffee with. Or you can say no to the coffee and this guy will pick himself up, head to the changing room, shower, get dressed, carry on with his life and it's all good. Yeah. And then she was finally able to squeeze out a no. But the point is this, she was so scared of offending me that yeah. she actually couldn't say no. That's such a shame. It's such a shame. I wish people were more honest about these things. Mm. Because I didn't used to be honest about them. I used to always come up with stupid excuses on why I couldn't see men again. It was just like, I'm not attracted to you. I, I would come up with stuff like, oh, I'm super busy now, which is which everyone says, or I'm getting over someone, or um, just really, really stupid stuff. For a while, I used to say that I'm fucked up emotionally, so I just choose not to <laughs> get involved in this kind of thing. And it's not fair. I should have always just said, you know, it's not. I'm not feeling it, dude. I'm sorry. It's just not. I'm not interested. One of the best pieces of feedback I got was from a girl. He said, "I don't want to see you again." And I said, "Why?" And she goes, "Because I didn't like the sex." Oh. Nah. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, right? Someone says something like that to you, and then you start reading a couple of books to find out, you know, where you could have, where you could sort yourself out. Yeah. And then as a result, you read those books, you learn some tips like, oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, yeah, well, it could be just chemistry. It could be compatibility. It could be anything. May, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It, could, it really could just be that as well. I mean, sex is such a weird thing anyway. Mm. If she didn't like the sex, maybe you just don't click with Well, like yeah. The same things. Truth be told, there was a woman I was seeing at the same time as that woman who literally said, oh, this is the best sex I've ever had. Yeah. Like, she goes, oh, you... What did she say? She said, you ignited me sexually in ways that I didn't know were possible. I know. I know. I'm, I know. That's great I know. I Put that on your website. Fucking fantastic, yeah. Yeah, testimonials. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's what happened at the same time. Um, what was I going to say to you? Is there anything about men in dating that you don't understand that annoys you, pisses you off, etc.? Yeah. Like, if you had to ask manhood a question, 
Like, why the fuck do you X? What would it be? What annoys me about men a lot is that dating-wise, I think both men and women have these preconceptions about dating. And women kind of always think, oh, men are not interested in a relationship. They just want to fuck around or they're just interested in me for one night and want to see me again. It's this weird thing in their heads. And at the same time, men think about women as these relationship crazy people who just like, I don't know, men kind of feel like women are just in, a, in dating for relationships. Maybe they're just, women are just like men. They want to have some fun. Maybe they're looking for a relationship. Maybe they just want to have sex one night and that's it. And this is what I hate. Like I would go on a date with a guy and I hate feeling like he thinks of me he projects on me this image of, oh, she wants to know is to be in a relationship. She's a bit needy. She's gonna be this and that. Like this really annoys me about them. Like if you text a guy, if I text a guy for a second date and I text him the next day, I'm too eager. Oh, I'm too too needy, too desperate. It's like no, I just like you and I want to hang out with you more. Why do we have to play these stupid games where I pretend I'm not interested and you pretend you're not interested? It's dumb, isn't it? It's so annoying and it's, again, a waste of time. Because uh, at the end, I'm, I'm going to lose interest anyway. I feel like um, I feel like what you just said there about like texting too early and stuff and being needy and blah, blah, blah. I feel like both sexes do that to each other. Yeah. And one thing I feel is like, <clears throat> if I'm messaging a girl and stuff, I feel like when I say stuff that's genuinely nice, I feel like they like it, but their interest in me lowers. Yeah. I feel like that. Mm. So, it's like, say, a girl I know had something happen to her, and then she was in hospital for a while, and I was like, I'm glad you're okay. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. And it's like, that, oh. yeah, that, don't get me wrong, like, she appreciated it, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, now that I've said that, I'm somehow less masculine now. What? That's how it felt. That's like, maybe I, maybe I took it, maybe yeah, I took yeah. that completely wrong. Mm. But I do honestly feel like it's like, when you do stuff that's nice, sexual attraction diminishes with it. Mm, yeah, uh, nice guys are the worst. <laughs> uh. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I've, I've had that with, I found that in myself as well. When a guy is too nice, kind of, uh, mm. I lose interest a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know why we're wired that way. You know why? I don't. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm working on myself. I'm trying to, because I mean, I used to think like nice guys are lame and you shouldn't hang out with them, which is insane. Like nice guys, they, they're nice. Nice is a good thing, you know? Nice is not a bad thing. Bad I, boys, men who beat you up, they're not good. I don't, well, I mean, I don't think you should try and completely rewire yourself. I don't even know if you can. But what I'd say is it's like, basically, nice guys only survive today because we live in a society where we have rules and codes of conduct. Mm. It's like, if we were out in the jungle, nice guys would literally die off. Oh, it's possibly. your DNA is hardwired yeah. to be attracted to a guy that can actually keep you alive and also <clears throat> like look after your children as well. Yeah. And <clears throat> like guys, so like in an eye, but like, like guys who are like a bad boy and stuff, he's playing by his own rules. He's not backing down for anybody. He's mm. got his strength. He's got his character. He knows who he is and he knows what the fuck he wants. Oh, I feel like so strong and masculine. A nice mm. guy's like, yeah, so. Um, whatever you want, baby. Yeah, whatever you want, baby. Mm. You can have this, you can have that. Now the thing is like, let's say you're walking home from a club 
and somebody like tries to mug you, do you want a nice guy with you? You don't. He might talk the thief out of mugging no, you. Like, listen, not... mate, we're all having a rough time at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's, I think that's a weird perception of nice guys, because nice guys aren't necessarily, you're describing someone who has no backbone. That's a nice guy. Is that a nice guy? Yeah. Isn't a nice guy just a guy who's just nice? Like, I don't know. Because that's, I think we need to redefine what nice guys are. Mm. Because it, it's not just the nice guys who will do whatever you want and they're, they just have no personality and no individuality and they're just there to kind of be your mini slave, mini servant and the bad boys. There's, there's an in-between where you just have just a guy who's nice to you and respects you mm. and he's not a bad boy, he's not an asshole. Mm. He's nice, he cares about you, but he also has personality and cares about himself. Well, that, that's what I try to be. That's like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just because a guy, like this is what I try to say to myself, just because a guy gives me compliments or sometimes just would do anything, would do what I want to do that evening and wouldn't be like, no, we're not having pizza, we're having steak because I want steak. Like, just, it's, it's nice sometimes to have someone do what you want to do just because they like you or they love you. And like that shouldn't, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't make that person less attractive. Yeah. 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 But in my brain, it's just like, yeah. Do you feel like if you have sex too early that you're less attractive? Oh, no. No? No, not less attractive. Maybe I'd, I'd be worried that they lose interest. Like in their eyes, I mean. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you have sex too early and the sex is great, why wouldn't that person want to see you again? Yeah. Like, if the sex is great. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, oh no, she's less attractive. It was amazing. I came like five times, but mm, no. Like, if the sex is good, it doesn't really matter. Have you ever made a guy come five times? No, I'm not, I just exaggerated. Okay. Because, yeah, it's impressive. Um, no, I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just exaggerating. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just, yeah, just asking, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,. But I used to be worried about this, like, oh, don't, because everyone says, like, oh, don't have sex on the first date, make, make them wait. Again, make them wait. What is this? Why would they be waiting? Mm. Why wouldn't they make me wait for it? Mm. It's, sex is something everyone, both of, both parties enjoy. Yeah. Why, why, why this impression that women need to make, make men wait? It's like, is it just their pleasure they're waiting for? Isn't it? I want to have sex. I want to enjoy it as well. Like, I want, if you want to do it on the first date, just do it on the first date. No one's going to think you're a slut or that you're too eager or you're less attractive. Jesus. Yeah, I agree. But again, it goes back to the whole perception of I'm a woman and men should impress me and I need to make him wait. And then on the third day, we're going to have sex and I'm going to offer him sex. <laughs> Offering him sex, you know? Uh, all right. You um, going back to men should impress me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's something I do on Tinder, which... <laughs> Every time I see a woman who clearly has the attitude of men should impress me, there's something I say because like sometimes I'll be looking through a woman's profile and she's not said anything about who she is and what makes her special. Mm. All she's done is talk about. So she assumes this is what makes her special, you know. Well, well, but what I mean is like it's not even like oh she's not written anything, but it's like you read her profile and it's like if you're this kind of guy, this kind of guy, this kind of guy, or this kind of guy, don't even bother wasting your, my time by messaging me. I've seen men like that as well. Fabulous. Mm. So when I see a woman like that, I usually send her a little message. I go, 
You spent a lot of time talking about what you don't want in a guy, but you haven't said anything about yeah. what you bring to the table. Yeah. And that yeah. scrambles their brain because no one's ever said that to them. Yeah. Huh? But I'm perfect. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not an amazing, delicate yeah. princess who should be pampered and worshipped. Huh? Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, when I do that, I'm kind of... I don't troll online at all, but that is the closest thing I do it. to... Yeah. They need they, to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the closest thing I do to troll. And I hope that if they hear it enough, mm. something's going to click in their head and go like, oh, that guy, maybe that guy wasn't just an asshole. Maybe mm. there's some truth in that. Mm. You know, maybe I am not perfect and just deserve men to throw gifts at me and compliments and impress me all the time. Maybe I should put an effort into it. Okay, I'll tell you one thing that I find a little bit tough as a guy. Wow, we've been 40 minutes, you know. Ooh. Wow, I thought this would be like 15 max. All right, so... A lot of editing. Mm. Yeah. One thing I find hard as a guy is kind of like you're, on the one hand, you have to respect the woman as a unique entity and a brilliant snowflake with thoughts and feelings and emotions, which is fabulous. And like, you know, it's kind of like you should basically appreciate her for her mind and stuff like this and who she is as a person. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, like from the moment you met her, you're kind of supposed to chase her and act like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like for instance, when me and you met and we did the rejection thing, I told you about the girl who rejected me. Yeah. That's the kind of situation where I would chase because that person has proved to me that they're worth chasing. And mm. it's like, I must chase this girl or else she won't be in my life. Even though I actually mm. didn't chase her. But someone I've literally just met, if you see what I mean. Yeah. It's like... It's, is it, it's your brain, isn't it? You've been, you've been taught you need to chase. Mm. Or did you genuinely want to chase her? Oh, uh, who? That girl. Who um, rejected you? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. And I suppose I kind of did in a roundabout way, if you remember. Did you? Yeah. Is it, is it the girl who said that she, the, the 2017 version of her, was not going to do this anymore, blah, blah, blah? Oh, no, no, no. Not no, that no, one. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Oh, is it the girl? Yeah, the, the girl. girl. The girl. Oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. That makes sense. But that, that girl, though, misses um, 2017, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we had our date, right? And trust me, I've had terrible dates. I've had terrible dates, right? This was not a bad date at all. Yeah. Like, there's energy, there's tension, there's laughter. We were together for like five, six hours. The only reason we actually left each other's company was because it got to about 12 or so. Yeah. And it was like, oh crap, it's Sunday night. We both need to go to work tomorrow and stuff. But then after that, she's like, oh, I don't think that we're right for each other. And, and you, I think you said, who does that, didn't you? Hmm. What did she reply? Yeah, yeah, we've been communicating since ah, and stuff. Okay. Yeah, she basically doesn't see me as a boyfriend material. So effectively, it's like this, did, right? Did you ask for a relationship? No. But effectively, um, she is physically attracted to me. Okay. But doesn't see me as that stable, loving provider. There are other roles you can play in her life. Well, this is it. Like, well, well, what she basically said is that if me and you see each other again, it will have to be on a physical basis. And I don't know if that's, that's what terrible. I'm... Yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. I was terrible. It's so terrible. Oh, well, my, oh my gosh. Oh, who wants that? Yeah. Mind-blowing sex? Wow. Yeah. Like, but as well, like, to dismiss someone, you can't be my boyfriend. After you meet them once... This is... Was, oh, that, I did not have oh, to be in a relationship with you. Oh gosh, thank you. You know what, thank you, because I thought that as well. I literally thought to myself, how the hell can you be so sure? And also, why do you assume that I want to be in a relationship with you? Mm. <laughs> like, again, back to the, oh, I'm so perfect, I'm a woman and everyone wants to be with me. 
Oh man, I don't want to sound like I do have an issue with women though about this. I, yeah, I, really I think there's a lot of women that will watch this interview and not like you, you know, because I think you're a traitor to the team. It's it's just it's unfair because then guys get frustrated and when I who I think I'm a bit open minded about this, when I meet a guy and they, they carry all this like pain <laughs> I, I have to deal with that then. You know what, yes. Okay, this is how I feel, right? Because the bullshit that men give to women yeah. means that women don't trust men. Like, for, I'm a really trustworthy guy, right? So I don't, I don't lie to girls and stuff and I like lay my cards out on the table and blah, blah, blah. What annoys me is that I meet women and I can tell they don't trust me. Yeah. They don't trust me at all. It's like, they're, they're always, always like, they second guess everything I say. It's like, for fuck's sake, I'm actually, I'm being honest. I'm an honest guy. Why can't you just believe me? But it's because of the pain that exactly. they cause. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Or should I say the pain that they feel. Yeah. Mm. I wish people were more honest in this thing. Me. It would be so great. Mm. Okay, you know what? It's 45 minutes. Actually, do we have more to say? Is there anything more you'd like to get off your chest? Hmm. No, I'm surprised no. my phone's had this much battery. Though. I didn't even it's think I had 45 minutes worth of... Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to go on another rant about women being terrible daters, and I don't want that. Okay, I'm going to get all the hate mail on my Rejected Podcast about it. Oh, yeah. By the way, Maria has a podcast called The Rejected Podcast, which you can see the details of on screen. Cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, I could I could talk for hours about dating, and I get really passionate about it because I think it's I've been through some shit dates, and everyone has. And if people were more honest, and if people would just admit that they're not perfect, admit to themselves, it would be so much easier. So much easier, Jesus. There's this um, philosopher, contemporary philosopher that I really like, Alain de Botton. And he's recently, he's, he, he wrote two books about love, first one called Essays in Love, and it's all about falling in love and the beginning of a relationship, and the, the second one is about maintaining love, but basically he said, that, he said that the key to maintaining love and to just better love in general is to admit that you're a flawed human being and nobody's perfect, and once you're willing to admit that to yourself and know it, it's, it's going to be so much better. And if even... Hi. Um, if women were willing to admit that they're not perfect, and it's not just about how you look, it's about how you act as well in a, in a relationship or in, in dating. And if men were the same as well, I think it would, it would be so much easier for everyone and nicer. Dating has become so stressful. Yep. No one's having fun anymore. It's always yep. just, oh, what is he going to think of me? Am I pretty enough? Instead of worrying, am I going to be a nice person? Am I going to be nice to him? And men are just like, oh, is she expecting me to pay for this? And you kind of start resenting her for it. And it's just all this, ugh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hope people become, just be more honest, people. Please be more honest and kinder to each other. I agree. <clears throat> so thank you for the 47 minutes of your time. <laughs> Although once I edit it down, it might be less. But yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you. Right. And bye-bye, viewer.